Hello everyone, my name is JD and this is The Lighter Side of Life. This is a brand new podcast. It comes out once a week. This is our very first one. What the podcast is going to be all about is about how you see things that go on in the world today and all the bad news that's out there. You don't see that many people smiling anymore. So we thought we would do a podcast about some of the silly things that we've seen and done ourselves about our kids, aunts, uncles, friends, doesn't make any difference, or even other people we don't even know. Some of the things that they do that we catch them doing, that's what this whole thing is all about. I've been married for 43 years. I've got four beautiful daughters and I've got 17 grandkids. When it came to pass where my kids started getting married, me and the wife kind of thought, well, if we get one or two grandkids per daughter, that would make eight, right? No. My daughters get on a roll and give us 17 grandchildren. So in retrospect, what that means is we start buying Christmas in the middle of August. I haven't even celebrated the end of the year bash before I have to start buying Christmas presents. I don't get the first year's Christmas presents paid off till about June, for heaven's sakes. So I get about a month and a half, two months reprieve of having to buy Christmas presents of all silly things. So that's just some of the things that we're going to be talking about, some of the things that we go through. One of the stories that came up the other day between me and the wife, we were sitting around and we were just talking, and I happened to think about the time that I got a speeding ticket on a 10-speed bicycle going through a school zone. The school zone was 15 mile an hour. I was doing 18 mile an hour. That's all I was doing. I wasn't being a rocket out on a 10-speed bicycle. So I get pulled over, and I thought I was going to just get a warning. No, he breaks out the little green book and starts writing me a ticket. The bad thing about this whole deal was is that there was a TV crew at the school that was just right across the street. So they decided to film it. Then at 6 o'clock that afternoon, sure enough, here we go, they show that I was getting a speeding ticket on a 10-speed bicycle. I happened to be at work, and the phone lit up. I'm telling you, I had aunts and uncles and brothers and friends and everybody else, people I didn't even know. Are you the moron that got the ticket? So the 10-speed bicycle? Yep, that's me in all living color being broadcast at the 6 a.m. news. Yeah, that's a fun deal to go through because then you don't live that down for like six months to a year, okay? They called me speedy on a 10-speed at 18 mile an hour. But that's one of the silly things that goes through. And I'll tell you another little story. When my children were younger, one of my children decided to pass gas in the middle of a restaurant on a wooden bench. And if you don't think that echoes, the place was packed. Every Friday when I got paid, we take the kids out, all four of them. You know, we're a family of, what, six, and we go out for dinner, right? The kids picked it, for heaven's sakes. So we go out and we eat dinner. I order dinner. I bring it back to the table. In the process of eating in a packed restaurant on a wooden bench. Do you know when you, I didn't know this, but when you pass gas on a wooden bench, it amplifies, okay? It just takes off and the whole restaurant heard it. The old people that were sitting behind us, I had to pick the old lady off the floor. She was laughing so hard, you know? Uh, I had people looking at me like, dude, they were going to blame me. And I'm like, oh, no, that was this one right here, you know. And they go like, you're going to blame the child. I'm telling you, it was the kid, okay. It wasn't me. It was her. Yeah, cute little stories like that. Can you remember stuff like that when you were 
raising your family, or if you're still raising your family, hang on because the good stuff is on the horizon to come. I'm telling you. This is what this podcast is. It's just to put out little stories, things that people have done, you know, and just funny things. I sit back about it now and laugh about it. But when that happened, when my daughter did that, oh, I was mortified, man. I'm just like, oh, just shoot me right here. Take me out in the parking lot. Shoot me. Get this over with. I'm done with all of this. But no, we just keep on chugging, you know. So, oh, yeah. And then we had a dog. And this is the thing that used to get me. We had a dog. Loved him. Had him since he was a puppy, for heaven's sakes, okay? Really, I had him. He's a little bitty baby. We had to bottle feed him. We just went on. And, and when he got older, he would pass gas, and I'd get blamed for it. How does that happen? How does this dog lay there, pass gas, and I'm telling you, he would look at me and smile, okay? I'm just saying he would smile at me and go, see, you're going to get the, the ball in this court, kid, because... I've got a, and I, I'm the dog. Everybody loves me. You know, they don't love you so much. So anytime he would pass gas, I got blamed for it. The kids would go, Dad, don't do that. I didn't do that. I'm sitting right next. Did you hear me do that? No, but I got blamed. That's the way it was. And guys, have you ever noticed that when you go to work, everything's rosy, right? You come home, and because one of your kids have done something, whether it be your son, your daughter, the twins, the triplets, I don't care. If one of them gets in trouble, it's your child, and you're the one that gets the butt chewing, okay? I have yet to figure out how the, that all pertains and works, for heaven's sakes, but it does. It really, really does. It just, you, your kid gets in trouble, your son or your daughter, that title just got switched over to you, and you're going to take the butt chewing from the wife about how your child did this, and all of a sudden, you're in trouble. And you're going, I didn't do nothing. I got up. I put my clothes on. I went to work. I come home. No. <clears throat> so anyway, cute little stories like this. That's all we're looking for. That's all we'll be talking about is just some of the things that goes on in daily life. And back when I was younger, you know, uh, started having children. If I, I wanted girls, I didn't want anything but girls. And I know that's a little weird for a lot of guys going, you didn't want a son. No, I didn't want another one like me. So, but I won out. So I got four beautiful daughters. But if I would have known back then what I was asking for, because when they turned to be teenagers, I was wanting to join the foreign legions. I was wanting to be anywhere, but at home one week of the month. And I'm sure everybody knows what that particular week is. And I didn't know, being a guy, stupid as anything, that one triggers the other. So that makes it hell week around that house when you've got five, count them, five women in one house doing the same thing at the same time of the month. So me and the dog, we would sit outside, smoke cigarettes, and drink tea. That's what we did. We're not going in that house. That's hell week for me, used to beg for overtime. Little stories like this, stuff that goes on in your daily lives. And I hope this puts a smile on someone's face and can sit back and go, you know, I remember what my dad went through with us boys or us girls, whatever the situation is. So if you think raising teenagers is really, really easy, no big thing, when you got a houseload full of girls, I had so many boys hanging around my house and they all want to be my best friend. My best friend. I don't even like you. Get away from me. I don't want you to be my best friend, okay? So, yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff that you go through, and I sit back and I laugh about it now because some of the uh, boys that used to hang around the house, 
I still know them to this day, and we laugh about it. Um, so, yeah, raising teenage girls is not an easy deal. And I can just imagine what my mom went through raising three boys. That had to be a nightmare. But back when I was still a teenager, I thought I was pretty cool. I thought I was pretty good at being a kid. Wrong, because she can tell horror stories about some of the things that all three of her sons did at one time or another. And I did find out with having teenage daughters, you know, your oldest daughter would do something, she'd get caught at it, she'd get busted. So the second oldest one would sit back and go, you know what, I think I can get away with that, but I'm going to change that up a little bit. And then all of a sudden she does her little twist on the same deal and gets busted. Okay, so there's number three. They're sitting in the background going, okay, you two losers lost out on this deal. I'm going to let me show you how this is really done. And she tries her, puts her twist on the same deal. And it just flat don't work. She gets busted. My fourth one sits back and goes, to hell with it. I'm not doing it. You guys got yourself in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to sit back here and idle for a little bit and really put the game plan down on this deal. So, so I always thought that when they got to be about, you know, 18 years old, I was done. It was over with. The child survived. I survived. Mom did. Everybody made it. All right. So they start turning 18 years old. They start going out on their own thing, doing their own worldly deal of getting a job and an apartment and all this other good stuff. Well, then they happen to fall in love with somebody. And I thought that the easy parts were over with. Well, you get to meet the guy and you talk to him and you visit with him and you kind of like him. You know, right up to the point where he says, I want to marry your daughter. And you're thinking, hey, this is cool. Yeah, you're a good guy. Let's go ahead and get married. Well, I never thought about the price tag that dad was still going to have to pay to get daughters married. So if you have daughters, don't think it quits at 18 years of age because it doesn't. And it even, even if you have boys, I didn't know there was a lot of stuff that the boys had to pay for. There really, really, truly is. They got to buy all the suits and the, oh, geez, tons of stuff they have to buy. So that's what the basis of this program is going to be about. It's going to sit back talking about certain things of, lively experiences, uh, silly things that we have all done that, like I said before, like what you've seen people do. So yeah, this is what this whole thing is about. Hopefully this will put a smile on someone's face and sit back and they can kind of giggle through the day and think about something that we've said here or something they've even seen. So I'm going to need everybody's help with this little deal. Attached to this, to the uh, podcast, there's an email address. Send me some stuff in. If you've got stories that you can tell, send it in. You're more than welcome to. Ooh, and I thought of another one. Now, this one's on me, okay? This is totally, I don't care, it's on me. Uh, you ever go into a grocery store, convenience store? One of the doors is locked. They even are smart enough to put a sign up that says, door locked, please use the other door. And I invariably walk up and grab that locked door and try to get in. And there's always some guy standing there going like, moron, you can't, there's a sign there, dude. I know, I know, don't pay no attention to me. Hell, nobody else ever does. So there you go. I grab the locked door and try to get into the store. And people inside the store even kind of turn around because it rattles. And they look at you like, who's the moron? Well, just me. Okay. So I go in and I get my coffee or whatever I'm going to get and walk back out. And I've even done the thing of coming back out and hit that locked door one more time trying to get out the door, okay? And it's still locked. And that's why people look at you like, dude, they didn't unlock the door. It's still locked, okay? So use the correct door here, would you please? 
well, why don't you do a better thing? Just go away. And I do. And I kind of float off out in the distance. So little stories like this, tell stories about yourself. Uh, rat your wife off. Hell, I would. <laughs> and your kids, your brothers, your mom, your dad, uncles, don't make any difference who it is. That's what this whole thing is about. Sit back and, and think about the good times that you've had and some of the stories that you've heard from your grandfather or whoever, okay? That's what this is about. We all need a smile on our face from time to time, and sitting around laughing and smiling does the whole body a lot of good. I do some crazy things. My wife, my kids do, my grandkids do. Everybody does it. So, like I said earlier, there's going to be an email address attached to this. Um, so send us your emails, tell us your stories, and we'll get them We'll go through them. We'll rattle them off. We'll try to uh, get them all on the air as quickly as we possibly can. So this is a once a week podcast, and I hope everybody enjoys it. So I want to thank you for listening to The Lighter Side of Life.